everyone and welcome back. This is Dominic Copeland, host of The Promised Land. Thank you for joining me once again. What better way to spend your day than in a spirit of growth and empowerment? Today I'm going to speak with you about the current state of affairs. It's almost like the state of our union type of speech that you hear from the president, although I'm not the president. But, uh, recently I was watching a video of some high school kids, uh, the graduating class of 2015. Uh, they put together a whole singing and dancing production for their graduation ceremony. It was everything that I always wanted my graduation ceremony to be. It was absolutely fantastic. It was fun, it was uplifting. Uh, to me, graduation is a time for celebration, not another drying and forgettable speech, which we're often subjected to. And I, as I watched the just pure joy and excitement and the, the unity of the celebration, I found myself overcome with joy and happiness. You know, I thought this is the way it's supposed to be. You know, we're enjoying those moments of life that are meant to be enjoyed because there's just too many moments these days that we do our best to just suffer through. And we often forget to enjoy the moments of happiness and joy when we do have them. So as I sat there in my car, watching with an unstoppable smile on my face, uh, just as sudden that smile turned into worry and sorrow. I looked at those kids, these young bright kids that were gleaming with all these hopes and joys of today and the promise of tomorrow. And I thought, if things should continue as they are today, what kind of tomorrow will they have? You see, when their time comes, they will be responsible for tomorrow. But today, today we are the stewards of the here and now. My generation, Generation X, is the next to come into power. And as always, with great power comes even greater responsibility. In fact, true power is not in fact what you take, but it's in what you give. And we are the ones charged with ensuring that tomorrow will be as good or even better, hopefully, than today. Those children, the fate of this world, and tomorrow is our responsibility to ensure, and it starts today. Now, my friends, I'm not looking to blame anyone. That's not what I'm about. I'm, in, I'm about solutions. The today that we have before us is not our fault. But as we go along, we learn. And we get better for tomorrow. So that we can do better tomorrow than what we did yesterday. And sadly to say, today we are falling short of securing the tomorrow that our kids deserve and need. What kind of future can they have if they are being choked by debt, countless years in school without adequate means to provide a life of value and meaning? Imagine day in and day out struggling as many of us may do today. A lifetime of struggle just to try and do what? To provide for yourself, to live, to exist? I'm not even sure. I only know that whatever it is, it will never be enough to provide a life that is worth living. The life that God has meant for us. We were never meant just to exist. We are God's greatest creation, 
in his image with his conscious ability to dream, to imagine, to through who we are and what we stand for, have a great and lasting impact on the world around us. We are dreamers, we are believers, we are the pure essence of a dream that God had, that something beautiful could be created. Something beautiful that was capable of creating, building, dreaming, and becoming more than what it was. Now this life that we find ourselves in is not right. We have been misled and we have missed the mark. Perhaps too many bites of the apple. And we have forgotten who we are. We are children of a greater power, chosen to do great things. Through the challenges that we go through, if we allow it, we are pushed to grow, to become more than what we were before. My friends, there are great challenges awaiting us. And those challenges will push the boundaries of our growth and the very core of our spirit. But they are also challenges that if we somehow are able to rise and meet, will bring about changes that will endure for the next 100 years of humanity. We are on the precipice of a new time, a new day and age, a new opportunity to make a change. And it all starts here, now, today, with us united hand in hand as brothers and sisters, brother to brother, sister to sister, friend to friend, holding hands as we wade across the waters of uncertain and challenging times. Certain that together we will see each other through to the other side and on to the promised land. This today, our time, is the turning point that will determine the course of humanity over these next hundred years, be it for the better or for the worse. We have not only the ability, but the responsibility as stewards of humanity's future. What we will instill within ourselves, others, and the world around us will have a lasting impression and impact that will determine the scope of all humanity for years to come. So we must together take it upon ourselves to be good stewards of what we have been entrusted with and challenge ourselves to leave a better tomorrow to those who deserve at least an opportunity for a good life. Bare minimum, they should be gifted with life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, if nothing else. That's all of our rights. Now, a lot has been said about here today, and a lot more will be said. But understand this, I don't say this in wasted hopes and wishful dreams. I say this because I believe it is the future of all humanity. And my friends, like a, like a precious little baby, it is in our hands to shape and mold as we see fit. God does have a plan and there is a land of promise, a promised land that is our divine inheritance if we are only ready and prepared to realize it. And then we can appreciate and achieve it. This you must understand. Now, yes, the road ahead will never be easy. I will never promise easy, only that it will be worthwhile. And you will find that the biggest determining factors, the biggest obstacles to you achieving the promised land lay not out there somewhere, but within yourself. The fulfillment of the promised land is a journey. And the journey starts within you, through who you are and what you stand for. And there will be seven principles that you must achieve 
in order to realize the promise that God has instilled within you so that you can provide a tomorrow that is better than today and fulfill God's dream for humanity. The seven principles are one, moral integrity, two, character, faith, self-empowerment, change, challenge, growth altogether, purpose and meaning, and lastly, vision. Now, you may be thinking, where did these come from? How are these the principles for realizing the promised land? But if you will bear with me, I will show you just that. And I'm going to start with a quote that some of you will find a bit controversial. Not so because of what it says, but because of who said it. But regardless, the quote itself is true and relevant to each and every one of us. I don't believe truer words have ever been spoken. The quote states, change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Some of you may recognize it from our current president, Barack Obama. Now, politics aside, I'm not a fan or critic of the president. I believe politicians are politicians and politics are politics. Regardless of that, these are some of the truest words to be spoken by anyone. And as I get into the core principles for the achievement of the promised land, there's one overall guiding concept that I need you to understand. It is the fundamental truth of self-reliance. Not that we cannot depend on others because in life we are interdependent, but we must first come to know who we are and what we stand for. Find not really our independence but our self-reliance. Understanding that we are capable and able to rise to the occasion and meet the challenges that are presented before us. Knowing that we are enough to get the job done. And my friends, once we know that, we have unlocked a great power within ourselves, the power to make a difference and do anything. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it, but it's like the movie Wild. That's where Reese Witherspoon's character goes into the wild to discover her own sense of self-reliance, that she is capable and has within her the capability to overcome, not needing to depend on others, whether it be men, drugs, or any other addictions. She found that she was more than enough and always had been. She found that what God gave her was perfect, but she first had to realize that it was. She had to go through that process of discovering. You see, I'm going to tell you a great secret that most people don't know. 10% of life is what happens to you. And 90% is what you choose to do about it. So in any given situation, you have the power, the capability, if you are self-reliant enough and have the faith to take action, you have the power to make the greatest difference. Unfortunately, the majority of us believe ourselves to be victims, victims of circumstances, and we feel we have no say in what happens to us. So then what happens is we actually give away our 90%, opting for excuses and reasons to justify our newfound victimhood. As we all know, misery loves company. So when other people see you down and out, it makes them feel okay about the excuses that they've given, about the failures that they've chosen to accept instead of rising up to make a difference. 
Now look, I understand and I, I've been there myself. Sometimes situations in life just seem so overwhelming and so much more than what we can handle. Sometimes life hits you much harder than you, you believe that you can bear. But if you choose to, you can pick yourself up off the floor. Take that latest blow, allow it to make you stronger. Even though at the, that point in time it may seem pointless and too painful to carry on. I mean, if you think about it, who in their right mind is willing to knowingly put themselves in harm's way and continually go through the pain of disappointment? None of us wants to do that. But unfortunately, sometimes we cannot see the forest through the trees and the land of promise that waits for us on the other side of our trials and tribulations. Sometimes they just seem too much to bear. So yes, I understand. But at the same time, we cannot allow any excuses or reasons why we choose not to be self-reliant. And I say this because the second that we make excuses, we lose the ability and the power to be Invictus, the master of your fate and the captain of your soul. Instead, we put our fate and our very soul into the hands of others, others who do not value or care about it as we do whether it be in a relationship, government, corporations, we cannot, we must not allow others to be masters of our fate and the captains of our soul because they will invariably lead us to places we do not want to go. And that's exactly what we're seeing happen today. You see, until we stand up, taking the responsibility necessary to have the freedom that we desire, we will never truly be free. We have lost the fundamental truth that freedom comes with responsibility. And the greater the degree we desire to be free, the greater the degree we must be responsible. Freedom without responsibility is tantamount to anarchy. People doing whatever they want, regardless of the consequences to themselves, others, and the world around them. Now on the other side, too much responsibility without freedom is tantamount to oppression, doing all the work and never having the opportunity to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Many of us are living oppressed lives today, working to live and living to work, never enjoying the fruits of that work, never taking the time out to actually live and enjoy life. Consider corporations who act in their own best interests regardless of the consequences to everyone else. A corporation is an entity, and the sole purpose, the sole reason for its existence is the accumulation of profit, regardless of the consequences to everyone else. Governments are the same. They must by nature ensure their own success and longevity. Along the way, we have seemed to forgotten that our government was constituted as of the people, for the people, by the people. Our government is not a separate entity outside of us. It is something that we have agreed to and created for us to help govern civilized life amongst us. Only in order for that to work, we must be diligent stewards of our responsibility as citizens of this nation. Have you ever wondered why in school we are never taught or at least explained our role as citizens in a democracy? 
outside of just voting? Now, truth be told, without the active participation of a people who are informed of their duty and rights as citizens, who are educated to the system under which they have agreed to be governed, and who are actively involved in that system, democracy does not and cannot exist. The foundation and heart of our government should and must be me and you, us, we the people. Therefore, we must be self-reliant enough to know and understand this so that we can be empowered members of our society, actively di dictating the course of our nation. Has it ever occurred to you that we do not have a vision for our nation? Yes, we do not even have an idea of where we're going to go or where we would like to be as a people or as a nation. Therefore, we're allowing others to dictate that for us. Other countries, independent interests, corporations, governments, they've all become the masters of our fate and the captains of our soul. And that is why we find ourselves in the situation that we face today. Or should I say with the opportunity for change, growth, and a better tomorrow that we face today. You see, these obstacles are truly great opportunities that God is laying before us to realize a better today so that we can realize the promised land, the land that has been gifted to us if we are only willing and able to go through the process to do so. Therefore, again, we must first reclaim our sense of self-reliance, that we are great enough, that we are just enough, that God has instilled us with the spirit and vitality that we need to overcome. And through overcoming, we are made that much more. So together, no excuses, let's find a way. Again, the seven principles for achieving the promised land are moral integrity, character, faith, self-empowerment, change, challenge, growth, purpose and meaning, and vision. Now, let me take the time to explain to you these principles. First, moral integrity. Moral integrity is the foundation of which humanity is built. As much as DNA is a building block that unlocks, unlocks life, moral integrity is the building block that unlocks humanity. Without it, civilization cannot and does not and will not exist. Without it, we are no better than animals and humanity itself would cease to exist because what has made us humane would no longer exist. So it's important that we have a solid base, a solid foundation, not only to grow from, but to conduct our daily activities and routines. Who we are, what we do, and all that we believe should be rooted in our sense of moral integrity. It is part of the essence of who we are. Morality is defined as the distinction between right and wrong, or good and bad behavior, and the extent to which an action is right or wrong. Integrity is defined as the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, the state of being whole and undivided.
internal consistency or lack of corruption. Stated another way, I look at morality as how you conduct yourself when the lights are on, when everyone is looking. It's how you treat others and how you view others. And I see integrity as how you conduct yourself when the lights are out. When no one is looking, it's inward, your own thoughts, emotions, and views. Now, just because you don't say something doesn't mean it's not still wrong to think it. So we want to condition ourselves and even our thoughts to be better. So together you have a powerful combination that comprises who you are. It combines what you think, which determines how you feel and what you do. And unfortunately, as monumental as moral integrity is, as a building block to humanity, to individuals and to society, hardly anyone spends time actively and consciously developing these fundamental aspects of life. Now I'm going to stop here because I've given you a great deal of information to digest. Uh, and I want to make sure to give you the best of what the promised land has to offer. So next time, I'll be going into the remainder of the principles and giving you some illustrations to bring them to life. It was great to be with you all today. I look forward to being with you once again. I'll see you next time. Until then, enjoy the promised land. Keep working, keep building, keep growing, keep making a difference within yourself, others, and the world around you. I believe in you. God believes in you. Have an absolutely amazing day.